Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I'm back at it, back at it, back at it again. And boy, do we have quite a bit to talk about. New York Jets have an upcoming game with the Buffalo Bills, man. A lot to discuss, a lot to discuss with everything that's coming up. We got uh, Mike White starting again. We got a lot to talk about. So listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, we need some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boy's also on iTunes as well, man. Can we get on iTunes and follow your boy's podcast on iTunes, please? Can we do that? You know what I'm saying? Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Go there. Follow your boy. You know, subscribe to the podcast. That's on there, you know. And leave me some, some comments. Leave me some feedback as well. I love hearing about what you folks think I'm doing over here, you know, how I'm handling things over here. Leave your boy some feedback. Leave your boy some stars, all that stuff. I'm also on Twitter as well, you know, Long Beach Joe, the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. Also, Young J 0 that's my main page for my personal stuff. Y'all can follow me on there. People love to talk to me about football. They love to talk to me about it all. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and follow your boy on there and let's talk. You know what I mean? Let's talk about it all. People want to talk to me about life, all kinds of things. Also, I live stream the radio show as well. I live stream on Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Come on over there. Subscribe to your boy on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe, turn on your notification bell, and give your boy a thumbs up. And, again, when you hit that notification bell, keep in mind, that sends you all of my content. You know what I'm saying? That lets you know what time it is. <laughs> all right? So when I go live, when I post a vid, anything, you folks will be in the know. So please hit that notification bell. So with all that said, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We do. We got the Buffalo Bills coming up. We have, you know, we got to talk about the Jets QB controversy. But before we get into that, as everyone knows, I love to, you know, do what I can for my community. I love to give back as much as possible. I love to highlight some issues that we have here. And, you know, we all know we're in the month of November. Thanksgiving's coming up. There's a lot of people out there that don't know where their next meal is coming from. They don't know, you know, where they're going to get their next meal from, how to get it. A lot of people are dealing with hunger. And so tonight we're going to have someone come on, Mrs. Amy Costa. She's going to come on from the Community Food Bank of New Jersey and talk to us about hunger and how it's impacting our community. Also, she's going to tell us about some of the things that they're doing at the food bank to help ease that hunger. So, Amy, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, it's wonderful to speak with you. How are you doing? I'm great, Joe. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. How are you today? I'm I'm doing phenomenal, and again, I want to thank you for coming on because this is a message that I I couldn't wait to spread, and I can't wait to, for you to get all this information uh, to my audience. So, just starting off, can you tell us about what the Community Food Bank of New Jersey does for the community? Yeah, sure. Uh, the Community Food Bank, we serve 15 counties in New Jersey, um, and throughout those counties, we have over 800 partners, which include soup kitchens and food pantries, feeding programs for uh, children and seniors, shelters. Um, we do mobile distributions of food. Last year, uh, we distributed 85 million meals across the state of New Jersey, 
Um, and ultimately, what we're trying to do is provide nutritious meals and food to those that need it, but to end hunger at the same time in New Jersey. It's a, it's a lofty goal right now, um, and food insecurity uh, through the pandemic has risen. Um, and so it's a, it's a big job right now for us uh, to help our community. Yes, it is. And, again, I want to thank you for all the work that you folks are doing there. What do you say to those that believe that the food bank is really only there to serve the homeless? Yeah, I, I think that the homeless population is, is definitely in need of food, right? Um, and mm-hmm. a lot of our programs serve the homeless. But, you know, hunger doesn't have a face. And so you don't know who's, you know, living as your neighbor or walking, uh, you know, around your workplace and they're hungry. And, you know, one of the things that we always talk about, and I think especially as uh, food insecurity has risen, the cost of living has gone up in New Jersey and the cost Mm -hmm. of food has gone up in New Jersey over the last, you know, 18 to 24 months um, is that, you know, people are making trade-offs. And so, you know, that's something that we, we are trying to help our community with. And what I mean by that is, you know, there are parents out there who aren't eating breakfast so their children can, or they're choosing mm. what bills to pay so they, they can feed their families, right? And so people are having to bargain in their budgets in a way, I think, that is more extreme than ever before. Um, you know, one in 10 children across the state is considered food insecure, and that means that they don't know if they'll have three meals tomorrow. Um, and so, um, yes, the homeless population is a focus of ours. Um, but, again, you know, hunger doesn't have a face. And so, uh, you know, I would just remind and, and, you know, hope that everyone, all of your listeners can know that it's, it's really everyone, um, you know, that it's really impacted. Yeah. Absolutely, Amy, and that's something I tell people as well because a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, food banks or anything like that is strictly for the homeless. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. There's a lot of people that are not homeless that are – so a lot of people are working poor, and they're just doing what they can to do yeah. and still, you know, they're not able to find their, their next meal. So, again, I, I want to thank you for spreading that again for everyone listening. We're, we're speaking yeah. with Amy Costa of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you folks are doing in the community as far as, like, the drives that you're hosting? I heard you folks are hosting a yeah. turkey drive. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Amy? Yes. We, that is, we are in high gear for our annual turkey drive this year. Um, you know, we're always taking donations, and that's monetary and food. Um, and that, you know, goes out to our neighbors in need. But right now, we're very focused on uh, making sure that everyone can have a holiday meal this, this Thanksgiving. Uh, this year, with uh, the support of our community, we're going to distribute between sixty and 70,000 birds across the state. Um, wow. And, you know, we're, yes. And, you know, I think that goes to show, you know, how many people are in need, Right. Um, so mm-hmm. the turkey, the turkey drive this year is bigger than ever, um, and we are working um, across the state. There are drives all over, so they're at churches, um, they are at retail stores, and this all goes down next weekend. Um, and so there's 60 sites next weekend where CSE&J, uh, the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, will be collecting turkeys 
This is so important this year. Um, you know, we're really counting on uh, generous people um, that, you know, are thinking of those that might have a little bit less than them to donate a turkey this year so others can have one. Um, so uh, if you want information on how to donate a turkey, you would go to cfbnj.org backslash turkey, and you'll be able to find a list of all the sites of our turkey drive. Um, and no matter where you live, there will be one in driving distance. I'm certain of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just really important. We also are looking for volunteers still to help, uh, or you know, work at those sites and collect the turkeys. So if, you know, your listeners, everybody out there, if you can donate a turkey or even assist us with your time, uh, we would love to uh, accept the donation and, and, and your help. Yes, absolutely. And just listening to the amount of turkeys that you folks are giving away, that's crazy. <laughs> you guys are doing I know, so I know. It's, a, it's a big lift. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, when is. I it when is. I look at the numbers, when I look at the numbers, you know, I always circle back to, you know, that's what the need is right now. Um, and yeah. we've seen the need, you know, increase year to year to year. Um, and, you know, the effects of the pandemic are not over. Um, you know, people had to dip into savings and put things on credit cards because they were out of work, right? So even if people are going back to work, um, people, you know, it's tight for, for a lot of families right now. And so, you know, while donations are always important, I really think this year uh, it's more important than ever. Um, You know, it makes me very sad to think of people not having that holiday meal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Listen, Amy, it has been phenomenal speaking with you. My last question before I let you go, you know, you, you talked a little bit about my audience giving back. Can you please hit my audience again with a way that, you know, they can get in touch with you folks to volunteer, donate, or do anything there or even, uh, you know, volunteer their time again uh, for the community food bank? Yeah, sure. So, you know, there's really, uh, you know, a few ways that we need people's help. The first is to give us funds, right? And, uh, and just for reference, every dollar that someone donates will help us provide three meals. Um, so really, every dollar counts. Uh, and you can donate by going to cfbnj.org, and that, you know, there will be a button to click right there. Um, if you want to give your time, uh, you can go to cfbnj.org backslash volunteer, and there will be uh, opportunities listed there for you to volunteer your time. And, and we really uh, we're a volunteer-driven organization, so we really count on those in our community to be involved. And then the third is to give us food. Um, and so we are always accepting food donations. You know, whether that be at a food drive, like the turkey drive, or even if you just have, you know, a few extras in in your home um, or want to purchase some to give to others, uh, you can go to our website and we will help you coordinate getting that donation in. So uh, really appreciate you having us on and, uh, you know, anyone that is uh, out there and willing to help the cause, we are so appreciative. Absolutely. And again, Amy, I want to thank you and everyone else at the Community Food Bank of New Jersey for all that you folks are doing for the community. You folks are absolutely phenomenal. Oh, thanks so much. Absolutely. You have yourself a good night, Amy. You too. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Goodbye. Listen, that was Amy Costa of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Listen, just phenomenal to hear all the things that they're doing for the community, how they're you know, finding ways to help people 
get their next meal. I think, again, a lot of people really think that those organizations are only there solely for the homeless, and it is not. It is a lot of people that are dealing with the effects of a lot of things that's gone on. You know, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are just struggling to get by, and they're looking for their next meal. And especially, you know, in this month of November, you know, you definitely got to give whatever you can with Thanksgiving coming up to help people get to their next meal. So, again, cfbnj.org, cfbnj.org. Please go there. Donate if you can. Again, everything that Amy spoke about as well. For everybody listening live, it is in my link tree as well. Exclamation point links will bring that up. Uh, You know, please click on that link. Go there. You'll see the Community Food Bank in New Jersey. Click that link. Go there. And donate if you can. Donate Donate your time as well if you can as well. So, That was phenomenal to speak with her. Again, I want to thank Amy for coming on. Now with that put to the side, we're going to move forward, and we're going to talk about the Buffalo Bills, man. This New York Jets team has quite a matchup on their hands this week, okay? This is quite a matchup. This is a football team that a couple years ago, you know, we were very worried about the Patriots, right? Everybody was saying, hey, the Patriots are the team we got to worry about. The Patriots are the team we got to look at. Bilicek, so, so on and so forth. And guess what? The Bills just kind of sat back just to watch everything going on. And then they, guess what they did? They built up. They got themselves a quarterback. They put a lot of things around them. And we're starting to see them, you know, really step up. And we've seen them push. They're looking like a team that's definitely going to make a push this year as well. You know, possibly deep in the playoffs. There are some people that picked them to win the Super Bowl. So here we are matched up against this football team, and there's some things going on. And, again, we're going to take live callers. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking live callers. I want to talk to everybody tonight about this matchup with the Bills. So, listen, first we've got to start off talking about this quarterback situation. All right? Mike White is now starting again this week. Uh, you know, he's coming back. I know he got injured in the last game against the Colts, but he's looking like he's going to be all right. He's going to get ready to go. And they're going to allow Zach Wilson to continue to sit down and heal up. Now, again, Zach Wilson himself came out and said that he doesn't feel 100% yet. And I'm telling you that it was such a smart move for the New York Jets not to rush him back and to sit this guy until he is 100% ready. And I got some pushback. And I love and respect all my Jets fans, but I got some pushback when I said that from certain people. And my answer to them was this. In the past, the New York Jets have forced players to come back before they were fully healthy, and it bit us in the butt every time. Bit us in the butt every time. We don't have to go much further back than look what we did with C.J. Mosley, right? A couple years ago, he had that, that injury, a groin injury, and then guess what? We brought him back before he was fully healthy, and we saw in that game that he was not ready. And guess what that did? That pushed it back even more. It pushed it back even more, and we missed even more of his time and talents out there on the field. We've seen this, we've seen this story. We've seen this same movie play over and over again, right? The same scenario play over and over again within our franchise. And I am so glad that this front office, I am so glad that this coaching staff – sat down and made the smart decision for this football team. Allow that kid to heal up. Allow him to be 100% ready before you make a decision on what you want to do with the quarterback situation. Allow Mike White, a guy that's looked very good, 
Okay, Mike White looks <laughs> looked very good, you know, when he's played. Allow that guy to continue go out there and do his thing because if you believe that Zach Wilson is your future, which is what we drafted him for, right, to be the future, if you believe that, allow him to heal up before your future is gone. We've seen guys come out, play on injuries. We see quarterbacks getting beat up. We've seen all that stuff, and it has hindered them down the road. This Jets front office made a very smart move, allowing – Mike White to continue to be the starter and sitting down Zach Wilson for another week, just letting him do his thing. Now, he has been out there at practice, you know, but they're, again, they're just letting him do his thing, letting him heal up. We also are going to have Joe Flacco as well as our QB number two. He's going to be active for this game. So we'll see what he brings us. I know a lot of people were talking about Josh Johnson, but I believe, according to some reports, I believe that the, the issue with Josh Johnson is that or us not start or having him as our second QB again is that Josh Johnson, you can only call, call a player up so many times from the practice squad. Now, I believe that Josh Johnson has met the max. I think you can only call him up twice. And so if you call him up more than twice, you have to then assign them to the active roster. So Joe Flacco's already here. They made the move for him. So Joe Flacco's number two. Although I'll tell you what, Josh Johnson looked really good as well out there within the system. So, that's that there. We're also going to talk about, again, the Bills matchup. we got guys coming back. Mims, he's going to be sitting down. We know we live on YouTube here. For those of you that listen to me on Blog Talk Radio, sometimes YouTube be tripping, all right? All right? We all wear masks. We all know why we're doing that, okay? Mims is dealing with the situation of why we wear masks, okay? He's dealing with that situation right now. Sulla has come out and said that he's not going to be cleared for the game, so it's looking like he's going to be sitting out. But I tell you what, we are getting healthier at the same time. We got Coleman coming back at our running back position, so we'll see how he's implemented in the situation. ATV has been on the injury list or injury report for a little bit, but it's looking like he's going to be playing as well, and we're getting back Corey Davis. And let me tell you something. I know a lot of people are looking around like, hey, you know, what is he going to bring to the table? Listen, Corey Davis was all right before he left. He was our, you know, one of our bigger targets. So you add that, that him back into the fold, you got Elijah Moore, you got Jamison Crowder. We're, we're facing a very stingy and tough Bill secondary. You know, we need all the hands that we can get. So Corey coming back gives, you know, Mike White yet another target, yet another big target. So we'll see how he's going to impact the game. But I expect a little bit from him, you know, sitting down. So I'm looking to see this Jets offense really get going early. Uh, we cannot be stagnant. We cannot be lethargic we cannot be come out sleepy against this bills football team we need to be fully ready and 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 ready to go out the gate and i think a big part of that is going to be uh mike lafleur you know in his play calling he's got to continue you know to be unpredictable he's got to continue to call solid rhythmic games as well he's got to continue to do those things you know what i'm saying so we'll see what he's bringing to the table i think defensively you look at the situation you know this defense has got to be ready to defend the run. We saw us get completely destroyed against Indy with the run. Listen, the Bills are going to be bringing the steam as far as running. Singletary, they got Matt Breida. They got guys that can – they run the ball heavy. I'm talking heavy, all right? Selling that defensive staff has also got to be able to make adjustments. If you can't make adjustments against the Bills, you know, doing what they do out there, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. And also a big part of the defensive game as well is getting to Josh Allen early and often. And being very careful when you do so. Josh Allen's a big guy. We've seen guys step up, try to go high on him, not wrapping on their tackles, and what does he do? He walks right through him. This dude is, is massive, okay? 
He, and he has no issues taking off with his feet as well, extending plays, or moving the chains as well. We've seen him. You know, I think he has something like 300-plus yards rushing already this year. You know, we've got to make sure that we keep him in the pocket, and we've got to make sure we hit him early and often because, you know, he'll turn the ball over. We've seen fumbles out of him before. So we're going to be talking about that all tonight. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. We're talking Bills. We're talking Jets. We're talking Jets quarterbacks. We're talking roster stuff. We're talking about it all. So I want to hear from you folks. So we're going to the lines again. 515 is the number. Call in. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Hit that notification bell and give me a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Salute to all the savages as well from Jets games to Niger to Budgeting D. You know, Steel is in here. Everybody, Vinny and the Jets, everybody is joining. Salute to y'all. We're about to get it rocking tonight. So first, I'm going to go to 914-914. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, 914. Give me your thoughts on this matchup, Bills-Jets. How are you feeling about Mike White starting again? Well, honestly, I'm fine with it. You know, it's a smart move. Don't rush a young player back in. We've seen what's happened with that, you know. RG3. And, you know. But, you know, to be honest, like, he's fine. He's solid. I think people are a little overhyping him, trying to imagine mm. him being the next Brady. But, to be honest, there's only one Tom Brady. And he's a, four, and he's a 40-year-old living in Tampa right now. Mm-hmm. So, but, like well, I said, yeah. it's a smart move. It's the smart move, you know, give Zach another week to get ready. You know, it's going to be a tough game up ahead, although the Bills are stumbling a bit down the stretch. Their O-line is struggling with pass protection. They don't really have much of a run game, so it should be an interesting matchup. You know, it'll be the, the big thing is going to be seeing these young corners go up against, you know, some pretty big-name wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I wanted to start with you when you, you talk about the Jets' defense because that's what I'm concerned. We watched them really get ripped up against Indy. How worried are you about, you know, us facing Diggs, Beasley, Sanders? They got some targets there, man. Do you think Bryce Hall will be able to slow down a guy like Diggs? Because in my mind, isn't that, you know, the guy that I think is going to be following their number one wide receiver? Yeah, I, I feel the same way. The thing with the Jets' defense, you got to remember, is, Number one, they're young. Number two, they're not mm-hmm. very talented. And number three, well, that's that's actually just it. Those are just those two. Honestly, the, the Jets haven't invested in defense that much in the last two years. Their their big acquisition, unfortunately, went down for the mm-hmm. year with an injury. So, you know, there's nothing. Yeah, I was about to say. Do. I mean, it's yeah, I was about to say. Both. You know, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I would say like you know. I think they surprised us with their early start, with how strong they started. But I, I don't think they're this bad, but I don't think they were as good as they started out the season. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, there were some struggles. But I, I'll tell you what, this defense has been at times, you know, phenomenal. They, at, like I said, the earlier part of the year, they were, you know, they were the rock, really. The offense was struggling. And now, you know, there's been some up and down games, but, you know, they've been out there. So, my big thing for this game as well, when I look at the Jets defensively, is we got to get to Josh Allen, man. We've got to put hands on this guy. You go back to that indie game, Carson Wentz had 30 years to throw the football. 
You also yeah, got to remember, you, we cannot yeah, you allow Josh that, Allen to have that much time. And so, in my mind, I'm thinking about, you know, I want to ask you this question. Remember. Do you think we'll be able to get to Josh Allen early and often in this football game? Well, I, I, I think we should be able to because you got to remember, the Colts have one of the premier O-lines in football. The um, mm-hmm. the Bills do not. Yeah, hold I mean, on. They don't hold have, on a second. Hold on a second. They don't have, like, a, a, a horrible, you know what I'm saying, offensive line at all. But I, uh, the Bills, I'll tell you what, you look at the way that Josh Allen has been able to run around, you look at the way Josh Allen has been able, you know, to throw the football, the way that he can extend plays with his legs as well, I think, uh, you know, takes a bit of the, you know, the, yeah. the, the fire off the offensive line too. So I think, but you know, like we've got to make like sure said, that we can I, get I, him I early think, and often. I think, yeah, but – like it's nowhere near the strength, the same level as a, as the Colts is because the Colts have really built up the. They did what we're doing right now with our offensive line. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, so, but yeah, no, but I feel like we. Sh- it, it'll be an interesting game, and you look at it. All the Bills' losses this year have been to AFC teams. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I, mean, I want to talk about this one other thing though. Like, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, barring an ungodly, barring a godly performance from Mike White, I think mm-hmm. down the stretch you got to start. If he's one hundred percent, you should start Zach Wilson for the remainder of the season. Wow. Okay. Well, let's go there because that's where I actually wanted to talk to you about the the quarterback well, here, situation. Here, here, here's go, my logic. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold All on. right. Now you're telling me if ja, if if you have Mike White come out. And have a three. Let's say he has a three hundred yard game. Looks phenomenal, like he did in the first game when he came out. Right? Are you yeah, telling me a godly perform- that a you're going to go yeah, away, you start. Hold on a second. Wait a second. I'll let you talk. Let me talk. If he comes out and has a three hundred plus yard game and looks phenomenal, like he did in the first one, you're willing to stop riding the hot hand and sit him? Why? No, look, that that that's what I would consider like a a godly game. But like I said, like barring a godly, like a really strong performance from him. Because look, here here's the thing. In the end of the day, in the end of the day, Zach Wilson's still the future of this team. And look, this is a mm-hmm. year that's about growing and developing the the rookies. So you mm-hmm. want to grow and develop Zach Wilson and let him grow with the offense, develop chemistry with his wide receivers. Because you look at it, next year we got. Seven picks in the first four rounds, sixty-seven million dollars in cap space, and we're going to invest a huge chunk of that into this defense to get it up to where the offense has been these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So next year is not going to be a year about growing. It's about okay, you've got the defense, you have the offense. Now make a push for the playoffs. So in a year where you're looking at legitimately making the playoffs. Yeah. You don't want to have but, to have your quarterback still grow with the offense and still have to develop chemistry with the wide receivers. Now, do you? But isn't the NFL isn't the NFL also about competition as well? I think that when we're talking about like, the no, future, no, 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 look, you know, I, I, listen, I understand. I, I understand where you're coming from. On, I'm not dumping on Zach Wilson. I'm not. I'm not dumping on him at all. What I am saying is this. If we're t- if, and we preach this constantly over here with the Jets, right? That's what we do. We always say competition at every position. That's what we say, and we've been saying this for years. Jets fans have constantly told me competition at every position. When when uh when Sam was here, that's what we were constantly told. Competition at every position. 
If there's a guy that can beat Sam out, if there's a guy that there's a lot of people screaming for Joe Flacco on all those things, I'm not dumping on Zach Wilson. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is this. If this guy is coming out and making things look as easy as he's made them look, look at how easy like he, he's, he's made this, this offense look. The second this guy started, all of a sudden things turned around. He was the first quarterback this year for the New York Jets to lead a scoring drive in the first quarter. Straightaway touchdown. We've seen this dude literally make things look so easy for us offensively. And I understand he's not the big name. And he may not have been the guy that we expected, you know, to make things happen. But you cannot look at this guy and have him go out there and throw for another, you know, maybe even if he throws in the 200s. Because, again, this is a ferocious Bills defense. He goes, throws in the 200s, constantly goes out there and makes plays, constantly puts us in the best situation to score, make us in a, puts us in the best situation to win games as well, has the offense clicking, looking like it's rolling. I don't know how you go away from that when he's putting things together, especially when, again, we've seen what we saw, what, six games of Zach? We saw six games of the offense struggle. We saw six games of the offense sputter in the first half. Also, I just, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just looking. I know, at I know, I know, I know. Look, I don't. Hold, I'm on not hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't think you can just look at this and be like, uh, "It's really easy. Let's just go back to Zach." Because if this is the NFL and we're talking about competition, and Mike White is having everything look the way it does, it's tough to walk away from that. Give me your, give me your take before I let you go. Well, look. You got to remember, Mike White starting also coincided with Mike LaFleur moving to the coach's booth, a position that he has long stated that he is more comfortable running the offense from. You also look at it, the Jets' offense has been, since the move to the booth, has been far more aggressive on first down. Beforehand, they ran a lot on first down. Since the move to the booth, they're passing more on first down. They're implementing more jet sweeps, more trick plays, far more creative. It was a very primitive and, and like, very dull offense under Zach Wilson. In fact, you see, look at most of his highlight plays are actually just him improvising. You know, it was a a lot of run-run pass with Zach Wilson. I think he hasn't had the luxury of running with Mike LaFleur in the coach's booth. The other thing that has me feel that way is the fact that we saw Josh Johnson come in in the Colts game once he shook off the rust and run the offense without any significant drop in performance. I think it's just the fact that the play calling's improved. And once again, I'm saying, if Mike White has a very strong game, I'm going to roll with the hot hand. But if I'm saying he has an average, solid, an average okay game, which is what I'm probably expecting from him, because I think this is just a too tough of a Bills team for him to really put up that big number. And I think some of that has to do with the Bengals game being a trap game for Cincinnati. So I think, like I said, like, look, he has the strong game. Roll with him until he falls off. But if he has, like, an average-ish game, I think it be, I think, you know, give Zach Wilson a chance to try the better play calling. Yeah. Well, and to counter your point about the play calling, I think a lot of people, when they do talk about that, yes, we talk about Booth LaFleur and salutes to all the savages. We talk about Booth LaFleur, right? We talk about Mm -hmm. how phenomenal he's been since he moved to the booth. But do you remember why he was so comfortable going to the booth? It was because he literally said, hey, I'm going to leave somebody with a quarterback because I don't have to worry about working with the young quarterback now. He felt comfortable to do that because what? 
Listen to all of the other stuff that we were going through earlier as well with the offensive play calling. What were they saying? Listen, Zach has got to learn how to play boring football. He's got to learn how to make the throws that are just there. He's even said it himself. Just sitting back, being injured has brought to his brain, hey, listen, I got to just put the ball in the hands of the guys and let them go out there and make plays. I don't have to keep pushing the ball downfield. That is something that we talked about. Does anybody I how many interceptions did he hold on? How many interceptions did he throw against New England that one game? I think it was like four interceptions four. or something like that because he kept trying to push the ball down. Well, well, I, he I, kept I, trying to make throws that were not I, there. So when, well, when the, the question the, when the question becomes, you know, when you look at the situation and we're talking about the play calling and the adjustment and play call, again, I'm just looking at the devil's advocate. When you hear all the things they're talking about, it sounds like Michael Floor is just more comfortable allowing. Mike White to go out there and make the plays that are there for calling certain things because he believes that Mike White is going to be able to dissect and, and diagnose things quicker. And, of course, because he's out there. He's out there doing it. We're watching him do that. We're watching him make the short check down. We're, we're watching him step up in the pressure. A lot of people just saying he's making easy throws. That's not true. He's stepping up in the pressure, taking the hit and delivering the ball 20, 28, 30 yards down the field with accuracy. And, again, I'm not dumping on Zach. I want to see Zach do his thing. But I'm playing devil's advocate here for the other side, and I'm saying, man, the way that Mike White has looked, it's tough. And especially when we're talking about the play calling becoming better, I think a lot of that was because he trusts Mike White to do things out there schematically that he may not trust Zach Wilson to do. Yeah, but I, I do think some of the problems problem with Zach Wilson was the play calling wasn't good, and he had to resort to – he was resorting a bit too much to hero ball – but to go back on that New England game, two of those were off. Two of those interceptions were off tipped passes, where the receiver should have caught the ball and they just missed it. So just thought I'd remind you of that. So you can't blame him on those two. Well, I mean, there's still two picks, and we saw him again force yeah. the, force the ball in a certain hands. Again, he's a young player. Like, like I said, I, I, that, some but, of it, some know. of it is just some of it's just playing hero ball. A lot of because that's what you do in college. Because you know, there's no nobody covers anybody in college. It's so wide open and tall. <laughs> well, it's the well, NFL, so. Yeah, like I said. Before I let you yeah, go, so you can... I got to get back to these lines, man. Go ahead All right. and give me your final score prediction for this game, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? Honestly, I'm going to be really honest. The Bills are coming off their most humiliating loss to the season. They couldn't score a touchdown. They're coming angry. They're They're going to be, like, fuming. And they're going to vent their frustrations on the Jets. So I'm going to go 33 Bills, 14 Jets. I'm just going to be honest. Oh, man. I got to be honest. I, 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 be honest. I hate lying. I hate lying. <laughs> I, you know, I respect it. This is a tough Bills team. It really, really is. So listen, my friend, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, all right? Oh, you too, man. Go Jets. All right. Go Jets. That's what I'm talking about. Listen. 515 is the number. Call in. I want to hear from everybody. Look, I, I believe in Zach Wilson. I think he's a guy that is unbelievable. He's got the talent. He's got the, the athletic ability. He's got a great arm. But I'll tell you, it's tough. You know, I'm being tugged from both sides here, and a lot of the fans that are big on Mike White, they're saying, listen, <laughs> I don't know. If this guy comes out and looks good again against the Bills, how do you put that on the bench? How do you do that? Especially when we preach competition around here. This is a guy that, you know, the second he stepped in, the offense looked way different. 
the offense moved, the offense, you know, started scoring, the offense was putting together concise drives. I don't know. It's kind of tough. So again, five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. For those of you watching, wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe as well to the stream. Hit that notification bell. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, hit that notification bell. So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you want to, you know, give to the stream, my super chat is up there. If you like to donate, please do. Also. The Cash App is on the screen as well if you like to give that way. You know, some people say, hey, I just want to hit you directly in your Cash App. It's right there at the bottom of the screen, folks. So, again, I want to thank everyone that gives to the platform any way they can. And, again, you know, the community food bank, all of that stuff is in my link tree. You can hit my link tree, go there, and donate uh, to the community food bank as well. Give anything that you can. So we're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 6029639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Chris, man. I'm going to Chris. Listen, Chris knows his Jets. Let's not, you know, let's not be crazy. Chris knows his Jets. He knows what he's talking about. Salutes to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. We're getting started early. We're talking quarterbacks. What are your thoughts about Mike White in this football game? How do you think he fares? He'll be just fine, Joe. How's it going? Mm. I'm all right. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling fired up. I am ready to get this game on. We're going to destroy Buffalo, and we're going to transform them. Oh, wow. Listen, Chris, already, Chris talking that. Chris, come on fire early. Hold on a second, Chris. Now, I know you're talking about destroying Buffalo, right? But there's a – there's some things we got to do first, and I want to go talk to you about this Jets defense as well, man. Listen, do you think the Jets defense will be able to get after Josh Allen, man, and get this guy on the ground? Do you think he'll be able to do that? Oh, I think we lost Chris. Hopefully he calls back, but, you know, we just lost Chris. Come on, call on back, Chris. I guess all that fire might have melted his phone. He came on early and hot. You know what I'm saying? He came on hot early. So call on back, Chris. We'll get you right back, and we'll talk about uh, this football game upcoming. But you know, to just talk a little bit about this myself as well, give you folks some of my takes. As I look at this defense and I say to myself, man, you got to watch out for this guy, Josh Allen. Um, again, there was a couple, you know, years ago where if you said that Josh Allen would be an MVP candidate, I think most of the fan base would have laughed you out the building. Real talk. <laughs> That's no lie. We would have laughed you out of the building, okay? He, was, he did not look the same, and then guess what? He was able to sit down. You know, they got some coaches. You know, they continue to coach him up. They continue to do his thing. And let me tell you something. This dude transformed into quite a quarterback. He is now an MVP candidate. He's a guy that you can trust to go out there and throw the football. He's always had a great arm. His accuracy got better. They really were able to mold the scheme around him as well. And one of the things that they did for him that we struggled in the past to do for our quarterbacks, and we're still trying to build around, you know, build our offense out, is, you know, they put – Playmakers around him, you know, they went and got, uh, you know, Diggs. They they got Beasley for him as well. They went and got Emmanuel Sanders before, uh, you know, they had John Brown there, you know, before as well. So they gave him some solid pass catchers. And then what they did was they built out that offensive line, you know, to protect him. And I know people are saying the offensive line is up and down this year, but I'll tell you what, 
they protect him enough, and this Bills running game can make things happen as well. So they open up holes there, but they definitely invested in that offensive line as well. And he's just really grown as a QB. Uh, we also see him utilize his legs as well uh, offensively with them. He likes to run. He'll extend plays going out. He keeps his eyes down the field. Uh, you know, you see him take off down the field as well, moving the change unit in his leg. He'll run into the end zone. We see he, he becomes a, a red zone threat too. All of that stuff, man, all of that stuff, I'm telling you. And, again, when people try to take him on, they try to tackle him high, they try to take him out, he just runs right through them. He truly, truly does. So we've got to make sure that we wrap, and I think a big part of this, you know, I'm looking at guys that I need to see really take the next step as well for us defensively. I look at this secondary, and I say to myself, hey, we're going to be facing, you know, a quite an experienced wide receiver core. Diggs is serious business. I want to see what it's going to look like with Bryce Hall matched up with him. Because I remember a lot of people were talking about, hey, when you face the Bengals, listen, Bryce not going to be able to shut down that number one wide receiver they got over there. He's not going to be able to stop Lamar. Nope, nope, not happening. He's going to get killed. You know, he's going to, he's going to give up 260 yards. He's going to give up a bunch of touchdowns. This dude, this dude is torching everybody. And they, they kept him under wraps, bro. I think he had like three catches for 30, 30 something yards. And a touchdown, Bryce Hall has really shown us this year that he can be a good corner. And he's a young corner as well, something that we could really, you know, hang our hats on, one of the building blocks. He continues to play like this for the rest of the season. It's going to be something else. And he's going to be matched up, you know, with a tough, tough Bill wide receiving core. And, again, I think he's a guy that's going to, probably going to follow uh, Diggs all around the place. I cannot wait to see that matchup, man, because that's, that's a guy that's going to be in our, in our uh, division for a couple more years, man. So Bryce is definitely going to face up around him. I want to see how he handles him. I also want to see what Ashton Davis is going to do. Again, this is going to be the game. You know, we know that Marcus May is done for the season with that torn Achilles. Can Ashton Davis and, in, you know, in these, in these safeties as well step up in the absence of Marcus May? Can they do that? You know, we know that Sherrod Nesman is going to be back there too. But I need to see some more. I need to see something more out of Ashton Davis. I need to see him step up, particularly in coverage. He struggled a little bit here. And also, he's a guy that when he – these shoulder blasts that he tries to do to players, can he please rap on his tackles? We've seen so many people break through his tackles, and he's just trying to nail people and just run through them. It's like, dude, come on. Come on, rap when you tackle Ashton Davis and stop taking such bad angles. Please stop taking such bad angles. Jeez Louise. So this, this young secondary is definitely going to be tested as well. Also look at this defensive front, too. We got crushed against Indy. I need to see Quentin Williams really have some disruption in this football game. I do. I need to see some tackles for loss. I need to see some impact up front. So the Jets defense is definitely going to be called upon. I look at Robert Seller as well, and I'm saying, hey, we saw in Indy that when things went awry, you couldn't make the adjustments, man. Indy came out in the first half and ran the ball pretty much the same way that they ran at us in the second half and you had no answers for it, are you going to have answers for this in the second half? That's a big question. If, things, if you come out and things are not going well, can you make the adjustments? If you can't make adjustments in this league, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So I'm looking to see if he's going to be able to make an adjustment because, again, we're talking about the players on the field, but this Bills coaching staff is serious business too. Sean McDermott, you know, he's a great, uh, a great head coach. they got so many guys that are, you know, serious business over there, great offensive coordinators, you know. So I want to see if Sulla is going to be 
prepared to make the adjustments as the Bills switch things up offensively. So we're going to get back to these lines. Oh, my guy Chris called back. We're going to get back to Chris. Chris, salute. We lost you for a second there, man. Salute. I want to welcome you back, man. Hey, we were talking about hey, uh, buddy. We were talking about Josh Allen, man. Do you think the Jets defense will be able to get a pass rush on him and bring him down? Yeah, so my apologies, Joe, savages. You see, I'm on a train ride to Florida, so I got caught under the tunnel. So that's what happened. Okay. Now, for your, now for your question, I feel extremely confident that we're going to turn the Buffalo Bills into Buffalo Wild Wings by the time we're done with Ooh. them. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, Chris is talking crazy. Chris, you're talking crazy, man. You're talking crazy, Joe, and, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm, with you. Talk that I'm talk, not, Chris. Go ahead. I'm not I'm not crazy. I am confident. We're gonna okay. we're gonna okay. make them we're gonna make them more embarrassed than the Jaguars did. That's how confident mm. I feel, Joe. Okay, okay. Now I hear your confidence. Now for me, I'm looking to see how this offense rolls, right? Because one of the big things when we talk about the Bills is we talk about how tough their defense is. Do you think New York Jets running game will be able to be implemented effectively against this Bills tough defense, man. They got a tough front. Of course they will. I'm very confident in them because here's the thing. Now, Joe, I know you and every other savage saying this is a tough Bills team and, you know, mm-hmm. they're Bills, you know, just like you mentioned. But you need to remember this. Every single team has a weakness. Okay, mm. we just have all, okay. all the offense has all the offense has to do is expose Buffalo's defense. If they can do that, mm. Joe, I sense high scoring in this game. That's wow, all okay. you, I mean that's, that's that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a tough task, man. This Bills team is serious business. So before I let you go, Chris, because you're bringing the heat right now, I hear you confident, you fired up. Giving you a final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? As I said last week, 27-24 up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Salute to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, my man. All right, my friend. Sorry about the, sorry about the cut. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. You have a good one. <laughs> you too, buddy. Listen, salute to Chris. I, I understand, you know, he's always fired up. I get it. You know, I understand everybody's excited, and they, you know, a lot of people looking through green goggles. But, man, let me tell you something. This Bill's defense is serious. This Bill's defense is, is really good. And especially when you're looking at the way that our offensive line has struggled at times, this Bill's front it's got guys on it, man. Gregory Rousseau, that's a good defensive lineman, good – the guy that can rush the passer, Jerry Hughes, he's given us trouble for years. Ed Oliver, my goodness, man. Ed Oliver has been throwing guys around for since they drafted him, man. This dude is unbelievably strong, can just cause a lot of disruption up front, can blow things up. And, again, with you looking at the issues that we've had up front, we've been struggling. Greg Van Roten has been up and down this season. Now, he's had a – a decent game. I'm hoping to have him continue to play the way that he's been playing lately. But again, it's been very up and down, man. And now he's got to face the likes of, you know, Ed Oliver or star Lotu Lele. Again, another good defensive lineman, a guy that causes disruption up front, particularly if you want to run the ball. 
I'm a little concerned about the protection of Mike White in this football game. We've got to make sure that we can protect him adequately as well. And, again, that leans back to Mike LaFleur making sure that he calls plays that get the ball out of, you know, Mike White's hands quickly. Get the ball out quickly. Allow guys to make plays. Um, keep your play calling unpredictable as well. You know what I'm saying? We saw in the past the flea flickers, the changes of direction, things that he's doing, counters, all that stuff. He's got to bring the entire playbook. Because let me tell you something, this Beals defense is, is really good. They have a lot of guys, man. And, we again, we're talking about their defensive line, some of the things that they can breathe. they got good backers as well, Milano and Edmonds, who I think is dealing with the injury at this point. Uh, I don't think he's going to be playing, but they still got Matt Milano. You know, they still got Wallace. The, the secondary is very stingy as well. Tredavious White, you know, you got Micah Hyde back there. Let me tell you something, man. You got Wallace on the other side of the corner. This Bills defense, I know a lot of Jets fans are kind of discounting them. Again, I'm hyped. I'm excited too. But if you're not careful about this Bills defense, I'm telling you, they will take you to the woodshed. They really will. It's a tough team. So Michael Flores got to make sure that we're calling plays to get the ball out of his hands quickly. And I also like to see some things because at times the Bills defense can get a little overaggressive. They can. You know what I'm saying? They get a little overaggressive. Maybe we get going in the screen game a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Utilize Michael Carter out there in the screen game. Again, Michael Carter is a guy that we've seen have big impact. Big, big impact, man. I mean, this is a guy that was one game he led us in rushing and receiving. You know what I'm saying? This is a, this is a kid, you put the ball in his hands, and he, he shows you that he's special and he can put things together. So maybe that's something we do as well. And, again, in this game with Corey Davis coming back, man, I want to see, I want to see us go to him early and often. I really, really do. Let's get him back and get back going, get some heat rolling. Let's get him in the impact. I'd also like to see what um, Elijah Moore is going to do too. Because, listen, again, they got Tredavious White. They got Wallace. They got some guys, man. Neil, I think they got a cornerback named Jackson that's decent as well. Micah Hyde is going to be moving around. I think Elijah Moore might be able to find himself a matchup where he can win. And I think, again, when we're seeing Elijah Moore starting to kind of turn things around in that indie game, I think he had, he had some catches. He had like 87 yards, two touchdowns. Things are kind of turning around for him a little bit. We're starting to see him start to look like the player that we saw, you know, in the in preseason, we're starting to see that. You know, that offseason, we're starting to look and be like, whoa, okay, this guy, the lights are starting to turn on. He's starting to make plays more consistently. I think we need to find him in this game too. He might find himself, you know, really making some big plays in this game as well. And Jamison Crowder is another guy too that I think is going to be able to make an impact here as well, especially in that slot. He's going to be able to work his thing. He's going to have these catches. we got to keep moving the ball though, offensively. We also got to make sure that we do not find ourselves in these third and long situations, man. We cannot find ourselves like that. We've got to make sure that we win on early downs. Try to cut as much yards as possible. We do not want to end up in third and 10, third and 11, stuff like that, because let me tell you something, you plan directly into the Bills wheelhouse. (laughs) You do that, they will pin their ears back. They got A.J. Espinosa as well. These guys, I'm telling you, they can bring the heat. They can bring the heat, man. They bringing it. So, man, this is going to be a tough game. This is a tough Bills football team, you know. They bring it. I think they're 5-3 and three right now. They're pushing. 
They're trying to do their thing. So I'm going to give you folks my prediction. Again, I want to thank everybody for calling in. It's a phenomenal show. So I'm looking at all this stuff right now, man. Everything I talked about, the offense, we got to get it rolling, the defense. We got to make sure that we can get after Josh Allen. I think that's that's one of the big things for me defensively. We have to bring pressure to Josh Allen because when you do that, again, we've seen in the past when you pressure him, even if he takes off and try to run, he he has a tendency to fumble. He does. He has a tendency to not secure the ball the way that he should. That turns into turnovers for us. That gets us the ball back. That puts us in the driver's seat again to make plays happen. But we have to get after him, man. We've got a sense of passion. John Franklin Myers, all those guys, man, we have to get going. John Franklin Myers, we paid him. We got to get it rolling, man. You got to get rolling. We got to get you back at it. Shaq Lawson, Sheldon Rankin, get after it, man. And when you hit this guy, everybody's got to rally to the ball, and they got to hit him as well. So I'm telling you, Josh Allen's a big dude. We've seen him run through so many people. It's completely insane, bro. Completely insane. So with all that said, man, I'm going to take the Bills. I'm taking the Bills, and I'm taking the Bills 23 to 10. 23 to 10 Bills. I'm taking the Bills, man. Get just, just go ahead. Oh, man. I'm taking the Bills, man. Give it to myself again, man. Come on. I know. I know. But I just think the Bills are such a tough football team. I do think that Mike White is going to look solid in this game. But it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. The Bills are a very talented football team. And I know that they've had some stumblings here and there, but, man, it's just it's going to be rough, man. It really is going to be rough. So with all that said, I want to thank everyone for calling in. It's a phenomenal show. You folks, seriously, I really, really enjoyed talking to you folks tonight. So listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm saying your boy's on Twitter, man. I'm on Twitter. Come come hit me up on Twitter, YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000 on Twitter. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to go back and forth? You want to troll? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, I'll have that jersey on. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the best offensive linemen on the team. <laughs> and you know why? Because he fights on. You know what I'm saying? He fights on. Also, the show's page is The Long Beach Joe. The Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Go ahead. You know, follow it out. Follow you right back, and we can go back and forth. You know, love talking to people about football. And, hey, listen, if you want to watch the show live, guess what? I'm on YouTube as well. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. That's where the show is live streamed. For those of you listening on Blog Talk Radio, go to YouTube. Punch in Long Beach Joe Jets. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, y'all will be in the know. Also, give your boy videos a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Give me a thumbs up in there. And, again, if you're going to troll me, no issues. I'll troll you right back in the comments. Hit me in the comments, and we can go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love a good trolling. I'll troll you right back. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So, as always, folks, all right, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, It is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. 
They will cost you absolutely nothing. They'll cost you absolutely nothing. No matter what anyone tells you, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you folks, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen and call into the show. You folks are the absolute best. And, again, I want to thank Mrs. Amy Costa for coming on tonight from the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Again, everyone, get involved any way that you can with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Please go to cfbnj.org. You can go there. You can donate. You can donate your time as well as a volunteer. They accept that as well. And if you'd like to give on a turkey drive, it's stuff there as well. Again, cfbnj.org. Go there. Get involved in the turkey drive. Volunteer if you can or, you know, give a little, little bit of money as well. That goes a really long way for them. So, again, I want to thank Amy Costa for coming on from the Community Food Bank in New Jersey and just giving us all the knowledge she had. So, again, I want to thank you folks for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace. Yeah.